Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Full Arkansas Truck and Trailer. the Eat My Catfish Studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one collar-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer out for the remainder of the week. Trey Shap. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city, soon to be joined by Trey Beatty of Hogsports.com, being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. But first, let's talk with Neil Atkinson by way of Saracens. Neil, I must say, this Saracen, the website, is the only place that I can find not only Major League Baseball, NCAA Baseball, AA Central Baseball, Double A South Baseball, Japanese NPB League, and the KBO League, the Republic of Korea. You got to be kidding. All very, very popular. Our baseball uh, betters on the site um, really have decided that we are really expanding that coverage because they are really taking to it like what we have to offer. And I know I've been promising flash bets coming up. It's coming very, very soon. And that's just going to make it even better, especially if you're Major League Baseball better where that product is around. Also, with tonight's game, uh, Arkansas playing the Missouri State Bears, a rare midweek off-conference game. Arkansas, if you go by the run line, is minus 3.5 at minus 110. You take them on the money line, minus 400. Look at the special tabs. Don't ever forget the special tabs, especially the double R prop plays. Some of those have been doing very well with some lucrative payouts lately. We have cross sport bets. And don't also check out the football draft specials. We've got a lot of Drew Sanders uh, props on there. Some of them are considered gimmies, but remember, there are no guarantees in sports betting. But the one I want to call out attention to is that Drew Sanders could be the first linebacker drafted. Compare that price anywhere else. We got it at plus 300. You're probably going to see it at plus 110 or their range most other places until they react to our pricing. So there's some values on the site right now. Check them out. Download the app, betsarison.com, or in the app store. I didn't realize it was Christmas when I look at these Arkansas player <laughs> draft night specials. Thank you. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. All right, Neil. Good luck, everybody. <laughs> Thank you, Neil. Neil Atkinson, by way of Bet Saracen, the app, or better yet, go online at betsaracen.com. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service, 501-562-2293, family-owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Hey, Trey, you want to uh, put some of our nickels together and, and uh, maybe jump on some of these? Drew Sanders to be drafted, pick 36 or above, uh, plus uh, three-plus Arkansas players to be drafted. Uh, Drew Sanders to be drafted between picks one through 35. Drew Sanders to be drafted in round number one. I won't go through the rest of them, but I think there's some money to be, for us to make right there, don't you? Yeah, I think I've, I probably will check that out. Three players, <laughs> is it more than three players or just three players? Three-plus Arkansas players to be drafted. See, that's right there on the hmm. bubble. Yeah, it is. I can see three. But can you see the plus? Matt, La- Matt Landers has shown up at, like, the top 180th player and uh like number 240 something is uh Jaden Hazelwood 
But I don't know who the fourth would be. I don't think Dalton Wagner's going to be drafted. Do you, Trey? I don't think so. I've seen on NFL.com they listed him as seventh round slash priority free agent. So I would say probably not on Wagner. So that bet on Bet Saracen is more than three is basically what you're betting on. Yeah, right? yeah, not, yes. not three, but more than three. More okay. than three. Yes. Yeah, that makes it that makes it a little more. I might <laughs> I might go with the uh, well. I can't. It's a prop bet, right? I can't go with the opposite. But, right. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'll stay. I don't know if I'll jump on that, but I like some of the Drew Sanders ones. How about how about this one? Maybe maybe uh, Dalton Wagner could fit this one. Any Arkansas Razorback to be Mister Irrelevant? Who? That's the that, very last pay? pick. Wow! What is that paying out? Plus eleven hundred. Mm. Arkansas Razorback, I don't think has ever been Mister Irrelevant. No, I, not that I'm aware of. Might be worth putting a little bit of money on it, because if it hits, yes. I mean, yeah, <laughs> plus eleven hundred. Yeah, it's worth it. It is worth it. Um, Trey, this was uh, on on three fifteen defensive spring practice standouts. You need to know if you were picking one out. From this past spring, that could be recognized. Who might you think of? Hmm, that's tough. Uh, let's see. I have to think. So Dwight McLaughlin has started every game in the spring, coming off four interceptions. Snacks Johnson might be a dark horse. Not the safeties. Antonio Greer would be a possibility, but Chris Paul started every game or every excuse me practice. He wears he wears number forty. Oh, Landon Jackson. Yeah, that was probably a good pick. He didn't even let me get down to the defensive uh, line. <laughs> I might have to do that okay, okay. I was going going down. Okay. Um, no, Landon Jackson's fair. In fact, I just yeah, I'm doing a little. Um, breakdown on whether Arkansas is better or worse than they were last year and before I came on I was I was working on the defensive ends and um, you know they lost Jordan Dominic last year uh, you know off last year's team it doesn't you don't like losing a guy that had seven and a half sacks but you know what they've done in the transfer portal bringing you know John Morgan who I think is a quality player and then Trajan Jeffcoat who I think is a really good player Combined with Landon Jackson, who, you know, he was listed at, what, 274 last year? Apparently, he wasn't even close to that. And I always thought he looked kind of – I was like, man, he really carries 274 really well. Uh, but he wasn't He wasn't 274. That's what his weight was at LSU before transfer. And he'd lost a good bit of weight, you know, with the ACL injury. Uh, but Pittman said, you know, he was at about 75% last year. Started seven games for him. And apparently, he's either been really good or Arkansas's offensive tackles were really bad. <laughs> Um, but we saw him have two sacks in the spring game. That's probably what that article's uh, most likely referencing, just uh, you know what he did in the spring game. But uh, you know, I th- guys, I think that Arkansas. I think Trajan Jeffcoat will end up starting on one side, six four two eighty, and I think I think uh, Landon Jackson will start on the other side, six seven two sixty nine right now. Uh, I think it's as good a looking group duo of defensive ends that Arkansas has had probably going back to 2015. You remember Arkansas's defensive ends in 2015, Randy? Do not. Dietrich Wise. Ooh. Yeah. Jeremiah Ledbetter. Yeah. yeah. Two yeah. good ones. Two similar size guys. Ledbetter went about 6'4", 280. Wise went about 6'. Wise was 6'5", but one of those guys who looked like 6'7". He had such long arms. Uh, but he was about 270 or so, too. So, um and both guys that, that were drafted in the NFL. It's actually, you know, going back, I was going back and looking just to see in between those guys, and it's, it's not a really good, there's not a really good duo of defensive ends. Um, you know, there's McTelvin again who ended up moving. And the reason I, I don't say Dietrich Wise and Jeremiah Ledbetter 2016, because Ledbetter ended up moving inside a defensive tackle that year. Uh, but, I think they've got a really good group of defensive ends, and and Landon could could have a pretty solid season, especially if what we saw last year was seventy five percent of him. And quality depth at the end, yeah, position. Return, as well. It's it's probably the most veteran group that they have. 
I mean, when you consider Jeff Coates a super senior transfer, uh, Landon, Landon Jackson's a junior, a true junior. He's really one of the younger guys. Uh, Deshaun Stewart's a senior. Zach Williams is a super senior. Um, so, you know, you've got some, definitely some, and John Morgan's a super senior or a senior. I can't remember which one he is, but he's obviously an older player. Um, and then, you know, in the freshman class, you know, Quincy Rose is probably a year away from seeing any meaningful playing time. Uh, but that's a heck of an addition, you know. Uh, he's he's a big dude, big big addition. Uh, defensive end is a four star recruit. Uh, Caleb James not too shabby either. So uh, I, and, oh, we didn't even talk about Nico Davier. I mean, Nico is a guy with a really good future, um, but probably going to be behind some older players this year. Probably, you know, with the third group. So you got Nico Davier and John Morgan probably running your third group right now. That's pretty solid. Is Nico really still needing time? He looked still like he could spend more time in the weight room, Trey. Maybe so. I mean, he's, what is he, 270 right now? You know, he doesn't need to pack on weight, but, uh, you know, maybe he could continue to put the right weight on. I just think, yeah, put the right weight on. I I think that, uh, you know, there are years in the past where Nico would have contributed a lot. So, I mean, you can go back some years and just look at their defensive end situation. I mean, obviously, it's you know it wasn't that pretty <laughs> in certain years, but uh, there are years where he would have played a significant amount. And I, and I think about that when I when I look at this roster overall, you know, and guys who are in backup roles, and just think, you know, there are years in the past before the transfer portal, before you can immediately fill your needs, where this guy would have been playing a lot for him otherwise. All right, this from our Asher Record Service Company Live in Feedback. Trey, does KJ, this from Henry, does KJ have the potential to be an NFL quarterback? And what are the knocks on Jefferson? I think the knocks are sometimes intermediate passing. You know, he was 68% completion percentage last year, which is very good. But there were you know, times on some of the shorter throws where they just weren't dead accurate like they, they need to be. Um, you know, I think a, a good uh, comparison for him is Jalen Hurts. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that KJ is going to evolve into a, um, you know, guy that leads his team to the Super Bowl and the highest paid player in, player in the NFL. But I do think there are some comparisons, and Jalen Hurts wasn't near as good as he is right now just a year ago and wasn't as good as that a year before that and same thing the year before that uh so he you know he you you can get better obviously and kj's gotten a lot better since his high school days he had a hitch in his throwing motion he's a pretty raw guy overall as a quarterback i think dan enos is going to help him on some of the technical aspects and i think it'll give him a bit of a leg up also operating out of a more pro style type of offense um but i would say Probably the knocks on him would be, um, you know, he has a tendency every once in a while to throw, you know, just off the mark a little bit, sometimes a a bit of a wobbly spiral or nose down. Uh, But I don't know that anybody throws the deep ball as well as he does. He can really really throw the deep ball. And I think Dan Enos will help him with some of the technical aspects. And, you know, Kendall Browse had his strengths. I'm not sure he was just like a technician in terms of coaching quarterbacks. uh, But... Enos is so I think you know he'll have a bit of the, both worlds uh, to help him this which I think will probably be his last year after starting three years but I think he's got a chance you know it might be it might be later it might just depend on the kind of season he has you know if he throws for 3,000 plus yards and you know then and, and still runs the way he does then yeah he's got a shot and some of that is also dictated. I mean, this this is going to be an unprecedented year in the draft, that is, for SEC quarterbacks. There's a good chance four quarterbacks could go in the first round from the SEC, which has never happened before. In fact, I'm not sure any league, for that matter, has had four to go in the first first round. How many total players out of the SEC do you think oh, go in the be first a, round? There's going How many? That would I'd, be a good prop rate. I, I, over I under. think nine, maybe ten. Yeah, I mean that from. It just really depends upon which 
uh, mock draft you want to buy into. But right. I think it's mm-hmm. I think it's very legitimate that there could be anywhere from eight to ten players going the first round. Trey, talk about the percentage of improvement under Dan Enos for KJ because I think it, sometimes even five or ten percent may not sound like much, but when you're honing in or you're refining that one area that some may think is a weakness uh, can be a major improvement. What Can you put a percentage on it, what you may think could be the improvement of K.J. Jefferson under the leadership of uh, Dan Enos? I have no idea. I don't know. Oh, God, I thought that was a great question. Yeah, it's a good question. I don't know if it has a good answer. <laughs> Sometimes great questions don't have great answers. Why are we here? <laughs> the great question. Okay. Never mind. I should have never asked it. Five percent, Randy. How about that? Okay. All right. Five percent better. I was ready for you know one of your quick witted. I was. Tra- I was hoping. I was. Hey, I was thinking. I was hoping something was going to pop in my head that was going to be great, and it just didn't happen. You know, your walk and talks. You come up with that stuff so fast, so quick. I was thinking this would be a layup for Trey. He won't even have to think twice about it. And never mind. Um, interesting that so far, uh, I guess. The one and only player that has been identified that is going into the transfer portal is Landon Rogers, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. It appears, maybe, that the job done by the assistant coaches and Sam Pittman, he wanted to retain. In fact, they delayed a week going on the road because they wanted to make sure that they retained as many as possible. Can you see the possibility of anyone else? And you don't have to give me a name, but are are you thinking someone else might be a possibility for the transfer portal? Well, I always look at guys that are, you know, going into maybe year three or, or even older than that that aren't, like, competing mm-hmm. for starting jobs. Right. Um, so there are, you know, there's a couple guys like that on the roster. Uh, it's such a tricky situation. If it's me, I'm holding my breath until May first. Sure. I mean, I'm just you never you never know what's going to happen, and I think it's a good sign that nothing has happened so far. I don't know why there would be a benefit in waiting unless you're just like, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I want to do. You wait till the very you know. A lot of times, journalists are guilty of doing that. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, we need a deadline, then we'll push it all the way to the deadline. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to enter, and they really don't need anybody to enter, even if it's a situation like I just said, because I just I don't know that they're going to. I don't know if they're going to fill up the remaining seven spots that they have with scholarship players out of the transfer portal. You know, it's not just this supremely mass exodus, and you know, even if. There are a large number. You know, Colorado had how many players enter the other day? Uh, 18. Too many, yeah. On Monday, 18. 46 total. Yeah. They've had 46 total. I think they have 20 players coming back from last year. Um, That's that's an amazing (laughs) amount of turnover. Now, they had to have a lot of players leave and enter the portal. They had some that probably they didn't want to leave, but they had to have players leave because they were already over. Um. But, you know, there's a lot of teams out there battling, you know. Alabama probably wants a defensive tackle, too, you know, or, you know, a position that, you know, Arkansas also covets. Um, You know, Texas, you know, obviously did. They wanted the same defensive tackle that Arkansas wanted the defensive tackles they wanted, and they got him. Uh, So, you know, there's a lot of schools that are wanting the high-quality players, and Arkansas has gotten a lot of really good players so far. But I think that this is going to be a year where they are, you know, probably awarding some one-year scholarships to walk-ons. I don't think that they're done pulling guys out of the transfer portal. I'm not saying that. There's some more, but I just don't know that they'll quite get all the way up to 85. I think that's – I don't know. I don't know if I see seven guys and I'm just like, yes, 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 yes. Maybe maybe they're out there, but we'll see. Great. Any – word or information on Montana Lamonius Craig. He is one of those Colorado players who's put his name into the transfer portal. 
he's got a great name. Yeah, he does. So that's definitely a football name. Yeah, um, really is. Isn't Montana Lamonius Craig. <laughs> it's like a law firm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's uh, he's been offered by Arkansas. Um, he was, you know, kind of referred to as one of their um, bright spots from last year's one in what were they one in eleven something like that. They only won one game. Uh, he had a really good spring game, and then was one of several guys that were returning that decided to enter the transfer portal. So uh, he's a guy that's been you know pretty well coveted. I don't know that Arkansas has a high priority need at wide receiver as much as the numbers need to need to work out. You know they're they're at eight scholarship wide receivers. Or are they seven? They're, I think they're seven now um, with Rodgers. They really need to be. No, I think they're at eight. Um, but they really, you know, you want to be eight. at 10 scholarship receivers. They're at eight, yeah. So you want to be at 10. So it makes sense if you can find a wide receiver that's of quality, then, you know, try to bring him in. But he's going to have a lot of guys after him, a lot of teams, excuse me, that are after him. Trey, is the SEC the only school that you cannot sign uh, from the transfer portal? Uh, this is only for the spring and spring only. But is the SEC the only conference that doesn't allow interconference transfers at this time? The only one that I know of now, I might be, you know, the Pac-12 might have that rule or something, but the SEC is the only one I know of. My understanding is that's a rule that's going to change because, you know, there there's a lot of movement in the transfer portal. And, you know, whether it's the early period or the late period, I guess we're calling this the late period, um, do you really want – really high quality players who decide to transfer to leave the SEC? Wouldn't think yeah. so. Yeah. Well, apparently it's not against Pac-12 rules because a lot of the schools that uh, Danny had listed are from the Pac-12. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Biddy of HawkSports.com being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company. Coming up next, Kevin McPherson. Join the guys from Morning Mayhem Friday broadcasting live from Fletcher Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Sherwood on your fun and game station, 1037 The Buzz. The recent tornadoes have been devastating to central Arkansas with Pulaski and Lone Oak counties encountering the worst of the damage. Obviously, tornado victims have a lot on their plate with damage to their homes and businesses. Many personal cars were damaged and are total as well. During the month of April, Guadalupe Butte GMC is offering an additional $1,000 rebate on any new Buick or GMC for residents of Pulaski or Lone Oak County with an active and recent storm damage insurance claim on their current vehicle. Any make or model with an active claim will qualify. Guadalupe Butte GMC next to Sam's Club in North Little Rock is here to help. Call us at 945-4444 or reach us online at GuadaloupeBuickGMC.com. Guadalupe for Buick. Guatney for GMC, Guatney for Arkansas. That's Guatney Buick GMC, Pulaski County's only Buick GMC dealer. GMC, we are professional grade. Former Razorback baseball player Tyler Spoon's on Out of Bounds, presented by First Horizon Bank. With First Horizon Bank grant programs, you may qualify for up to $12,000 in discounts on your next mortgage loan. First Horizon is an equal housing lender and member FDIC. Graduation season is upon us, and Edwards Food Giant has got you covered with their new Edwards Caters program. Planning a graduation party? Make it a breeze with delicious party trays from their deli, with options including crispy chicken tenders, fresh baked cookies, vegetable and relish trays, and delectable deli meats and cheeses. Just click on edwardsfoodgiant.com, then hit the catering tab to place your order. Your trays will then be ready for pickup at your preferred Edwards Food Giant location. Let Edwards Food Caters take care of all your party needs at edwardsfoodgiant.com. Ready for fun in the sun? Then don't miss the Tracker and Mercury Spring Fling Sales Event. Going on now at Bradford Marine and ATV at all six statewide locations. Party Barge season is here. And whether fishing or tubing, the Sun Tracker Sport Fish 20 with 90 horsepower Mercury is your ticket for summer family fun. Hundreds of boats in stock, all with on-the-spot financing. Lake season is here. So come get your new boat at the Tracker and Mercury Spring Fling Sales Event. Going on now at all Bradford Marine and ATV statewide locations. Your authorized Tracker dealer. 
The cleanup continues after the recent storms, and Reed's Metals of Benton is here to help with anything you may need. It's Arkansans helping fellow Arkansans. Reed's has everything you may need for an all-new metal building with metal components, roll-up doors, insulation, skylights, purlings, color roofing panels, and more. Reed's Metals building frames are made right here in America, and they have quick delivery times. Order today and pick up today in most cases with Reed's Metals of Benton, who are ready to help after the recent storms. Call 501-77-METAL or online at reedsmetals.com. This year, we considered hiring an ad agency to help with our marketing. They pitched impressive visuals and a script that was inspiring. And exotic animal mascots to help grab your attention. In the end, we just decided to tell it to you straight. Shelter Insurance has award-winning customer service at affordable rates. Plus, our local agents are there to help you understand what coverage you need. See shelter agent Monica Reiners in North Little Rock, Larissa Callie in Bryant, or Chris Allen in Stuttgart. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. For peace of mind, share with us a piece of your heart. This is Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Double these. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. If you do not take the time to go into Double Bees to take advantage of all of their monthly specials, then shame on you. Because I love their granola ball, granola bars. <laughs> granola bar. Yeah, I can't get it out. Sunbelt granola bars, two for one dollar. That's right, two for one dollar. And they always have specials on the Frito-Lay products, such as the Doritos, two for $4.20. And then if you're thirsty, which most of us are always thirsty, uh, the 24-count Crystal Geyser water for just $5.99, and the 2-liter Crush for just two fifty nine. And then they've got the 20-ounce crush for just $1.50. So, if you're looking for great specials, whether you're hungry or whether you're thirsty, and don't forget the Chester's Chicken and the Big Rock Pizza. That's always a given. And don't forget also to ask your cashier about sign up for a rewards card where you can save money on your purchases at all the stores. It's Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go make it double B's. Joined now by Kevin McPherson. He's known as Hoop Scoop, courtesy of Hogville.net. Man, how boring it's been lately, Kevin. No incoming players, no departures. Man, it's boring right now. Well... You might have gotten bored a little bit this time last year. <laughs> then out of the blue came Ricky Council to four. And that happened a few weeks after that, that just that flurry of landing all those big men, the Mitchell twins, uh, Trevor Brazil, and Jalen Graham. And so those kind of all happened within a week, close to when the season ended. And then you, you, there was a bit of a wait. And then later, Ricky Council to fourth was, was, you know, the, the final, the last of those five portal transfer get, gets that Nussman had in that 2022 class after signing six high school you know, seniors. So obviously we don't think this is going to end up being as big of a class. Uh, I've been saying for a while that, you know, it, the, you know, five, it, at least five, but maybe the low end would be four, the high end six. I still think Arkansas is going to identify and get another player at some point. It has been quiet. I was told it would be quiet through the weekend, and it was, and it might be quiet all week long, but things are fluid, guys, and they change quickly. Um, but we might we might have a few more days of, of not hearing anything, or if, if something picks up, it might be sooner rather than later. I do think Arkansas is going to add another piece. Right now they have a, a, a spot open. When Jordan Walsh came out and announced from the NBA draft last week, Arkansas was at the number after L. Ellis had committed. That was the final of those five portal commits to this point and so shortly after that it was Walsh into the NBA draft 
and that opened up a spot. So Arkansas, if you're if you're you know if you're thinking about guys like Brazil, Makai Mitchell, Jalen Graham, uh, uh, Darian Ford, and Joseph Pinion, those are five players right now. The way we see it, that are returning thirteen scholarships, so that's eight. If you subtract five, who we think right now are returning from thirteen, that leaves eight. Between Portal, five players. Keon Minifield Jr., um, Trayman Mark, Khalif Battle, Jeremiah Davenport, and the, the L. Ellis we just talked about. That's five from the portal, and you have two high school signees in Layden Blocker and Bay Fall. So you add those together, that's seven plus the five is 12. We know they can have 13 on scholarship. So I know it confuses people hmm. because guys like Devo Davis and Walsh have announced for the draft, entered the draft, but they're leaving the door cracked. But you don't count those scholarships and you don't recruit as though those guys are coming back. You deal with it later if they decide to turn around and come back. Um, but right now, Arkansas's got a spot open. Kevin, have you heard any kind of timeline on when either Devo or Jordan Walsh will make up their mind? That's the tricky thing because they have until 11.59 p.m. Central Time on May 31st, so effectively a minute before midnight rolling into June 1st. That's the deadline to withdraw from the draft if you have college eligibility remaining and you've maintained your college uh, playing status, then that's the deadline. There are other deadlines. For instance, I think May 11th is the deadline for players who want to be first-time transfers to get into the portal and be able to transfer with that with and maintaining immediate eligibility to play the following season. Uh, so it gets a little bit dicey because if Arkansas fills up, I mean, even if they don't add a player now with one open, if both of those guys decided they wanted to come back, they'd still have a numbers problem in a few weeks whenever they decide. So when you ask about timelines, Randy, they're only the only timeline they really have is the one that the NBA poses. I think Arkansas you know, will let them go through their process. The Razorbacks coaching staff would welcome either one or both back. Um, but again, that could be an issue when, when you look at numbers a little bit later. I've been saying for a while, I personally don't believe either one of them are more most likely to return, but we talk about how fluid things are. When, you know, once they start to get some of their feedback, they may not feel as good about what their prospects are to be drafted or other things they might be looking at, as they did a week or so ago. It depends on who all they've been talking to, and they may change their mind. Right now, I'd say both are probably going to stay in, but we'll see if that could change. Well, Kevin, there is, and I've got it highlighted, so I'm adding these two names to that same deadline. Um, In fact, I'll just go ahead and give you Deuce's question from our Asher Record Service company. Life-in feedback, Deuce says, I think there is a couple of transfers that have their name in the draft. What are their chances they stay in the draft? And they are speaking about Tremont Mark and L. Ellis. Both of those are testing the NBA waters. As is Khalif Battle. So it's actually three. Ah, um, I don't have any down there. the interesting thing about this, guys, is, and we've seen this in the past, Jimmy Witt Jr. did this, as did Justin Smith. In fact, Justin Smith was already on campus. He'd already moved to Arkansas, and he still had his name in the draft. So the difference between these guys and what Devo and Jordan have done, not only did they enter the draft, but they also got in the portal and committed to another school. So it tells you they're most likely, unless something happens and, and they really move the needle as a draft prospect, more than likely they're going to be at Arkansas. Um, you know, they're, they're going to end up sticking with the, the transfer. But well, I guess we'll find out. But in the past when this has happened, I mean, Justin Smith, I think, waited till the last day that he could to pull out of the draft. And like I said, he'd already been on Arkansas's campus, signed his financial aid agreement. So I'm not sure how he, you know, I don't know, you know, uh, because until you withdraw, you can't technically be um, on scholarships. I don't know how they work that out, but uh, it, Arkansas has gone through this before. And I think, again, the difference being with these guys, not only did they go in the draft, but they also got in the portal and obviously committed elsewhere, which was Arkansas. So, obviously, the, the numbers will probably work out where uh, all three of those guys will be Razorbacks, but we'll see. Donnie, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Kevin. Uh, yes, sir. It's about the college eligibility uh, remaining when they declare for the NBA draft. 
it used to be, I thought the rule was you couldn't have an agent at that point. But now with the NIL deals where they are, I would think these guys have someone representing them for that. How does that work? I'll take the answer on yeah. here. Thanks. Thank you, Donnie. No, that's a great question. So NIL is separate, separate from, from representation for the NBA. Well, let's use Nick Smith Jr. as an example. Clutch Sports was his NIL, NIL representative. Well, that's the most, if not the most powerful agency for NBA player representation right now. So you probably get some, some benefit from that. Uh, and then, you know, the rules are the rules, so however they go about that. But for some guys, yeah, their NIL uh, representation probably serves them well looking at their options moving forward. They're, they're nowadays, and it was either a, a couple of years ago, I believe, where they built in a rule where you could hire an agent and still be eligible, but they had to be an approved off approved agent list. The, the funny thing about that is a lot of those agents that get approved on the NCAA's approved list are just not very experienced because most of the experienced agencies hmm. are not going to spend a lot of time with someone who's may, not going to be fully in. Um, and so it's a little bit dicey there because you, you, you could hire an agent, but they may not be the best agent for you if, if you're really going to leave, if you're really considering coming back to school. So most of that stuff, even though technically you, there are certain options to hire an agent and stay eligible, most of those are, are pretty inexperienced agents from what I have been told by other agencies and NBA scouts. So that's my understanding on that. It's clear as mud, right? But yeah, so... <laughs> In theory, you could hire some agents and, and maintain your eligibility, but if you're hiring an agent, at that point, what you're really doing is trying to find a, a place to play professional basketball, and you're more than likely not serious about coming back to school. So I think a lot of these young men maybe get advice somewhere, if not formally, if they're maybe not formally hiring an agent, but a lot of stuff happens behind the scenes, under the table, stuff like that. So uh, if it doesn't see the light of day, who knows, you know, who knows for the better, but um, you know, again, if, if you look at Melsman and his track record at Arkansas, players that played for him at Arkansas that put their name in the portal and tested the waters, every single one of them without fail has stayed in the in the draft. They've not returned. Isaiah Joe was the lone exception. He came back, I think, for 10 days, and that was during COVID, and there was a lot of uncertainty about college athletics moving forward that year, and so he went right back into the draft. He had a, a, They had an extended COVID deadline to get back in that year, and he got back in. And so no player under Melsman that's played at Arkansas for him that's gone into testing waters has come back. Um, and so that doesn't mean that that can't change this year with either Walsh and or Devo. I personally think, as it is now, they probably won't come back. If that thinking could change, and if they've truly left the door open and maintained their eligibility, it's a possibility. We have Savage. Savage, if we run you into the break, we'll put you on hold. Good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Kevin. Yes, sir. Kevin, you know, you talk about the NIL, like just say for Devo Davis. Uh, there's speculation on what he's making. So do you know what the G League or the Developmental League for the NBA makes? Because it would be more enticing to stay in school and get that money. Just for I'm just strictly on Devo. Is it not more enticing to come back to school and get that type of money in the NIL instead of going to G League? Because you know he's not going to be on the starting roster. Yeah, it, 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 it may and it may not. It depends on where that player is. And, the, and, and a lot you hear this betting on themselves. Appreciate it, Randy. Even the G League, Thank even you. though it may Savage. not be as lucrative, Savage, um, if, if, you, if you're betting on yourself, you're betting, okay, I can do what Daryl Macon did a few years ago. I'd get on a summer league team, prove myself in the summer league, he got a two-way deal, which means he was going to spend some time in the NBA. Because of COVID, they changed the rules on the two-way, and the, and the two-way players could actually play more games than they could before. And then they kind of stayed with the bigger, expanded uh, opportunities for, for G League players to play on the parent teams in the NBA. But that's really slotted for those two-way guys. And each team gets two. They're talking about expanding Kevin, Kevin, so hang on. Hold, hold that thought. Oh. we got, we got to take a break. Drive Time Sports will continue. Fence Brokers presents First Team All-American and BB native Hannah Gamble when she joins Morning Mayhem every Tuesday on 103.7 The Buzz. Fence Brokers, going the extra mile. This is a pigskin preacher bringing you the word. 
The recent tornado that tore a path through Little Rock left behind a swath of devastation. But even in the wreckage, we've seen the wonder of rebuilding. Medical professionals, first responders, utility workers, construction crews, and an army of citizen volunteers have stepped up to help. Arkansans are a resilient, caring people, and we will continue to help our brothers and sisters. As Alice Miller notes, for the human soul is virtually indestructible, and its ability to rise from the ashes remains as long as the body draws breath. Amen. Your friends at Double B's are with you. Come on by this week for some core hydration water, regularly $2.79, but now for only $2. Or a 32-ounce Snapple, also $2. Bargains galore await you. Double B's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Double B's. Many Arkansans are left without a vehicle to trade, which means no sales tax credit to take advantage of. Because of this, Guatney Chevrolet will be paying the sales tax on all vehicles sold this month, whether new or pre-owned. And if you lost your vehicle in Pulaski, Cross, or Lone Oak County, Guatney will apply an extra $1,000 rebate to your new Chevy. We're here to help. 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. Take the Gregory Street exit. Call 501-982-2102. GuatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. This is Pat Bradley for Whit Davis Lumber Plus. Whit Davis Lumber Plus has been serving Central Arkansas for over 70 years. All the times you buy the lumber package, power equipment, tools, doors from their door shop, grills, gutters, insulation, you name it, this family-owned company appreciates it. They know you have options and are thankful you continue to choose Whit Davis as your preferred lumberyard and hardware store. So thank you, Whit Davis customers, for 70 years and looking forward to 70 more. Ducks Garage and Mid-State Transmission and Auto Repair in Benton present the Bumper to Bumper Certified Service Center's Indoor Car Show Saturday, May 6th at the Conway Expo Hall. Register morning up starting at 7 a.m. or pre-register online at btbautoparts.com. Best of show wins a $1,000 Visa gift card. There will also be best of awards for truck, muscle car, original, rat rod, Corvette, and off-road along with having class awards from pre-1949 to present. It's the Bumper to Bumper Certified Service Center's Indoor Car Show presented by Ducks Garage and Mid-State Transmission and Auto Repair in Benton. Mobile Container Solutions provides storage containers for your home or business throughout Arkansas. Storage containers are free from dirt, rust, and other debris to get your items safe and damage-free and come in several different sizes. They will bring them to your property and you can keep them as long as you need it. If you or someone you know was affected by the recent tornadoes, call 501-541-2600 or go to mobilecontainersolutions.com for more information. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Well, rain, rain, go away. Come again another day because all this rain will do is feed the grass, feed the weeds, whatever it may be. That's why you better get the Henners while you have an opportunity to get the right equipment for when the rain stops, the sun comes back out, and the grass starts to grow. They have got Kubota, Spartan, Bobcat Zero Turn Mowers. It starts there. And if you're like me, and I talked about it the other day, I'm not much with the Zero Turn Mowers because they're kind of dangerous. How about the Kubota tractors, including the BX Subcompact tractor? Now, you can do it one of two ways. Okay, you can mow, then weed eat. Or maybe you weed eat and then mow. Take your pick. But you still got to have the right stuff. And that's why they have a tremendous line of the steel handheld equipment. And if you haven't noticed, your bushes, your shrubs, all those are starting to sprout and grow. They need to be trimmed. That's where you need those hedge clippers. You'll find it at Hennard's Foothills Equipment in Searcy. They got the right gear at the right price, and they service everything they sell. That's Henner's Foothill Equipment in Searcy, 1920 South Main Street. Go online, hennardfoothills.com, or you can call 501-268-1987. Your hometown Kubota dealer, no matter where 
you live. Trey Shep, I'm Randy Rainwater. By the way, this is our last segment baseball. tonight. Baseball. And that will be coming up in a matter of Maybe moments. they can win. Maybe they can win. Need to get back on the right track on a three-game losing streak. That is the Arkansas baseball Racerbacks. Kevin, you were right maybe at the tail end as you were talking about uh, G League money and uh, two-way contracts and so forth and so on. So I want to give you a chance to finish that thought before we go back to the phone lines. Yeah, so he's right. The G League, Savage is right. And just in general, G League money is not great. But if you can earn a two-way deal, you know, you're you're on a scale and, and you can make pretty good money not not you know not a, a, a league minimum but you can still make pretty good money depending upon how much time you spend playing with the with the nba team and so a lot of these guys bet on themselves they think well the time is right i've done as much as i can in college and they want to get i mean even even with eric musman's background and and keith smart and some of these guys with all these years of nba it's just a different game that's played some of the rules are different the shot clock's different uh, it's just a different animal, and so it's even with all their NBA experience, they're still coaching to a college game. But Kevin, so that point, I, pardon ahead. me that I, I'm, that G League year though does not count towards that year. So many are wanting to take uh, the reason why they want to opt out of college is so they can get uh, closer to that next contract. That G League year does not count, does it not? Well, if, if for for players coming out of high school, uh, if they leave after their senior year for G League at night, they only have a year to sit out like they would if they went to college. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm talking about, all right, I, I signed my first NBA contract for three years, and then I'm playing for that next contract. So let's say I put my name in the draft, just like Devo has his name in the draft. He goes yeah. undrafted, but he goes in the G League, that year does not count towards that first-year contract that he would have signed with the NBA. It, it, it's it's funny, Randy, because there's it's a double-edged sword. People that get drafted first round are going to get a guarantee. Right. They get two years guaranteed with team options after that. Right. In the second round, they negotiate those things. Now, a good majority of the second-round picks can can negotiate guaranteed money, and they can kind of set the terms on some of those. The teams will have a lot of control too, but for the guys that don't get drafted, look at look at uh, Reeves, Austin Reeves, for the Lakers. These 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 non guaranteed contracts don't put you, you don't typically don't get in a bind being locked into them, and you you can actually negotiate sooner the second contract. So if you're good enough and you and you and you you know you prove yourself, now the percentages of guys that are going to do that are not very high. Uh, but but that's why these young men do it. They think they they're going to be able to, you know, bridge that gap to where they need to be to make it to the NBA. If it takes a year, two years, three years, but in some ways, Randy, it's better not to have that first contract. Mm. Have uh, you know, most people want the security of it, sure. right? Because there are no guarantees, and they may not be good enough to have an NBA career, but they at least got some guarantee money on the front end. And then the guys that are not going to get deals and not going to get drafted. It's a gamble anyway, and so if they, if they if it pays off for them, they actually end up can get a bigger payday than guys that got drafted ahead of them because of how long those guarantees are locked in. Okay. Interesting. Let's, yeah, let's talk with Lance. Lance, Lance, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Kevin? I do, and I, he's reliable. I, keep, I work the Senate bank, and whatever he says, you can take it to the bank. <laughs> I watch his big trail nation stuff every time it comes on. And I appreciate the work that he does. He's good at it. Um, Thank you. I must want to ask you, in between Muss's ears, it's the way it seems to be because you know his next move most of the time. Is he going to take a big? Is he going to take a guard? Or is he just going to take the best available? Okay. So I, I heard most of that. I think he's asking what position player with, with the yeah. next. Would it be a, yeah. Would it be a guard? Would it be a big? a big or best available? They've really been looking at bigs, and I, there's just not enough of them uh, to, that or can bring to the table what they're looking for. And I think with Brazil coming by, with Graham, with with Makai, I believe that Makai's in the fold for Arkansas unless something drastically changes. Um, and so I think you might see another three, four versatile type 
that that six 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 seven that can play a small ball four can play on the wing. I think Jeremiah Davenport helps answer that with a Jordan Walsh if he decides to stay in the draft. Uh, but I think they may look to add someone else, another player like that. If you think about it, guys, they only had they had four guys last year six nine or taller. Um, then you had Kamani Johnson at six seven, so five front line guys there. And then we'll call Jordan Walsh that 3-4 combo. So that's a six-front-line guy when he plays that small ball four. Right now with Bay Fall coming in and Mikel Mitchell going out, you, you basically got another 6-9 or taller, obviously. Uh, Falls are pushing 6-11. But, you, you know, you don't have the college experience or the size in terms of bulk, but you do have a front-liner with length and height and athleticism. Uh, but you're getting if you get Brazil and Mackay back, Really, the only art question is, well, how did you replace Kamani? Hello? Yeah, yes, listening. Oh, I thought we got disconnected. I heard a weird sound. Uh, I, I thought it beeped. Uh, so you're, you're, how do you replace Kamani? Well, he was a 6'7 physical enforcer. You may not get a guy like that, but you might get a 6'6", 6'7", 3'4", combo that's a little more versatile. So I think pay attention to that. I don't know that Arkansas is going to end up getting a big out of the portal. And I don't know that that's a bad thing. You don't want to get a big just to get one. It needs to make sense, and if, and if it helps your roster, and let's say they don't. Again, Brazil, Fall, uh, 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 Makai Mitchell, and Jalen Graham, you still have four six-nine or taller like you did last year, but you may have two of those three, four combos where you only had one last year in Walls and then Kamani in that other front-line spot. So it really may not look a whole lot different than it did a year ago in terms of size, length, and the numbers on the front line, you know, it may just be a little bit more versatility there. I say all that to say I do think it may be more likely that it's going to be a 3-4 combo type unless something really turns around with one of the bigs they were looking at or if they decide to take a big who won't be immediately eligible and they could sit out a year and be ready when some of these other guys do move next year who we think are coming back, and obviously Brazil, Graham, and Mitchell. All right, Kevin, we got less than a minute, so I'm going to try to squeeze this one in. Uh, Doug says, Kevin, do you see Bayfall having the ability to play meaningful minutes in the Southeastern Conference next year? That, I, I think he's raw offensively. I think he needs to add strength. And I think if Arkansas brings some of these veteran guys back, like I see that happening, uh, I, I think there'll be spots where he can help. I don't know how meaningful the role will be or how soon it will be if he gets to that point. But we've seen freshmen under Mosman over the years, even if it's mid-season, when we talk about Devo Davis, Jalen Williams, they finally got in the rotation, and it stuck, and the team got better. And so you just never know. But I'd say starting out, don't expect it. Perfect timing. Man, he was on point with that answer. I'm glad you had your watch there in front of you. Thank you, Kevin. We will talk with you. On Friday, uh, it is Kevin McPherson being known as Hoops, courtesy of Hogville.net. That's it. We are out of time. For Trey Shep, I'm Randy Rainwater, Putnick, Arkansas, Razorback Baseball. Stay tuned. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around.